Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Happy New Year, and welcome to the Buzzpucks Podcast. I'm Bert. I'm Clay. And we're here for uh, two weeks of action. Yep. Um, just, uh, just so you guys know, there will be two episodes this week. They're going to come out at the same time. We took a Christmas break. Yeah. Merry Christmas for week 11. Yeah. And uh, Happy New Year for week 12. Yep. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, week week 11, week 12, they'll, I'm just going to have them set to come out at the same time. Yep. Listen to them while at, your you rela- at your leisure, while you relax at home um, or whatever you're doing. Yes. Uh, but, yeah. So, obviously, we're going to start with week 11 and all the stuff that not that much stuff happened. Bad, really not. Um, between the two weeks, not too much news-wise. Not that much injury wise. I'm actually just gonna throw just some games. all my news. You just want to do injuries. all of it right, news and right up top right now? Yeah. 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 Why don't we do it all up top? Because, um, well, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. That's fine. But before we start that, what are we drinking, Clay? What we are drinking? It is Aspatuck Brew Lab. Uh, we are drinking. It's from Connecticut. We are drinking there. High five o. It's a Hawaii five o. Pink guava sour ale. Mahalo. My, my my beer exploded. I'll be right back. Yeah, it did. I watched that happen. I like pink guava. Guava's yummy. Mmm. Got these nice pink flowers that are hot graphic on the can. It's shiny. Shiny. It's my brain like. <laughs> um. Clay brain like. Shiny brain. Crow brain. Uh, crow brain. <laughs> crow brain. Me like shiny. Alright, let's uh let's start with the news, mm-hmm. shall we? Um I'll do my week eleven news, it's two things. And then you could do your full news and then I can finish it off. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so uh Carolina bringing in Arendell on a PTO. Saw that. Um they still have Auntie Ranta who they Put on waivers and now have brought back up. They've I believe. Uh, what's with uh, the Canes really trying to like bring up the scumbag? <laughs> like on their team. On their team. Yeah, because they already have Anthony D'Angelo, who has behaved himself. And Lemieux. And re- oh, that's right. I forgot they had Brendan Lemieux too. Um, and now Aaron Dell, yeah. who's also kind of a piece of shit. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, Brenda Moore was like, or whoever their GM was Waddle. is. It's Waddle. You're right. Um, Waddell. Wood, who cares? Yeah. That guy. Don Waddell. Uh, <laughs> maybe they made the decision, oh, we need more grit and trunculence, as Brian Burke once put it. And uh, But <laughs> these but, guys are just assholes. Yeah, so. no. <laughs> Brandon Lemieux bit someone last year. Remember? Was he it last bit, year? He's bit, he's bit two people last year. <laughs> somebody called him a brick brain or something like that. Remember? You had Brady Kachuk calling him a brick brain because... That's right. Brady that's Kachuk right. was the one who got bit. Yeah, that's right. He was like, I don't know what that brick brain was doing. <laughs> that's one of the funniest insults I've ever heard. Um, yeah, that's it. So I haven't heard anything about them signing him yet. No. It must be similar to uh, 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 Jesse Puglia-Yarvi is still on a PTO with the Penguins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what's going on there either. Just to keep you up to date on what's happening with that, I don't know. Oh. He's practicing with them. Um, but they must be like testing his hips and stuff. So, yeah. seeing if they lie or not. Yeah, <laughs> true. But uh, he well, d- just to speak on Puyo Yarvi because I, you know, obviously I know more about that. 
because I'm a Penguins fan. And but um, he he did like did one practice with him, and then he wasn't at practice for over a week. Oh, crazy! And I was like, okay, maybe they were just like, yeah. nah, get out of here. But apparently, he was there like doing workouts and stuff with gotcha. them. And now he's back at practice. He so might, it might have just been a conditioning, like he, he maybe conditioning because. Yeah. So I don't know. I I would guess that. He's going to sign with the Penguins, well, I guess. I don't think they would keep him around this it's, long. It's the same with your other news. Um, but another one is uh, Metro Players. Oh, he was right. Pra- he was practicing with the Cats for like true, a week true. before he I, officially signed. I, I doubt Puyo Yarvi will get as much money as this other player. Got. No, no, I'll no, just no. mention that now. Washington signed um, Ethan Bear to a two-year $2.065 million. Really specific number. It sounds good uh, to me. Per, per year. Um, not too bad. Nope. You know, he played fine, I think. Well, fine-ish for Vancouver last year. He's one of those guys that he's not necessarily good at anything, but he's not bad at anything yeah. either. He's so that's like, your, you know, he, he's a bottom pair guy. Six, seventh defenseman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's not bad. Um, the NHL reached an agreement with the Diamond Sports Group to keep broadcasts going until the end of the season. Diamond Sports Group filed for bankruptcy in March. That's your valleys. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your That's your valley. So that would have affected like 12 teams or mm-hmm. something like that. But further news to that is that apparently Amazon is looking into buying part or all uh, or putting money into Diamond Sports in, in some way, which would mean that they would probably get regional yeah. uh, streaming rights for those. It was, mo- it was more of the southern teams, I think. Yes, a lot, it was a like, lot of the southern and western teams. Yeah, and uh, but that would also affect um, Columbus too for some reason. I think Columbus uh, is the valley. Maybe they are. Um, but um, the Columbus Dispatch was the one that reported the Amazon thing. Gotcha. So I don't know. I mean, that's fine. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Make it easier to see games. Make it free, like Vegas does. Um, just put it on your website. And Arizona. And Arizona. Well. Arizona's got to do what they can to get to get fans while they're trying to get in the arena. Uh, let me just run through the rest of my my news. Uh, the World Junior Championship is going on. Yep. The only country that cares about that is Canada. Um, a bunch of uh, a bunch of the young guys from a lot of these teams have gone over there. Did you see? Did you see the one Canadian player? Uh, we, it's not Morgan Geeky. It's Morgan Geeky's brother, Connor yes, Geeky. I think it's Geeky. Uh, he got kicked 11 got, seconds in. He got kicked out of one of the games 11 seconds into the game. Uh, because the uh, IF, IIHF has... They're a, a lot stricter than the NHL. They have a strict yeah. head contact um, rule. And I saw the hit. Oh, yeah. I saw... Uh, it's not the worst hit I've ever seen, but... in It would be a completely clean hit in, in the NHL. Yeah. Because he's... Six five, yeah, he's and the guy player. he hit is like five seven. I want to say it was a Czech player. Yeah, I think it was German. Maybe it was German. Oh no, it was German. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, uh, the guy he hit was like five seven, so of course his elbow just hit him right in the face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything was yeah. everything was completely tucked. Nothing. Was yeah, I don't. He, I don't think he's getting suspended or no, anything he like just that. Got he tossed. just got tossed from the game. Uh, it's just really funny. It was yeah. eleven seconds into the game. Um, I'm pretty sure Canada is beating the shit out of everybody like they do all the time. Yeah. You saw, you could see oh, Canada's coach um, yelling, he's 6'5". 
five. <laughs> uh, of course it hit him in the head. <laughs> let's let's check this out really quick. Not that I mean, this is a tournament that happens every year. Um uh, the quarterfinals currently Slovakia is playing Finland, Canada's playing the Czech, that's why I thought yeah. it was Czech. US is playing Latvia and Sweden is playing Switzerland. Um, do they have standings? Uh hasn't Slovakia not lost a game? Maybe. That's not what last I nice, preliminaries, last I saw. that's what I want. Uh let's see. Sweden went three oh and one. Canada went three and one. Mm. Yeah. Uh Finland went Oh, one, two, and one. Latvia went one and three. Germany went one and three. But I guess that was good enough to get in the, yes. the title games. Uh, the U.S. went four and zero. Oh. Slovakia was three and one. Three and one. Uh, Czech two one and one. Their standings are so strange because they put. They have wins, overtime wins, overtime losses, losses because it's weighted oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the. I, th- I guess it's a 3-2-1 point gotcha. thing, um, but still. Uh, Switzerland went 1-3, and, and Norway went 0-4. Oh yeah, it tracks. Yeah. So, and, you know, if you guys care about World Juniors, what's going on? It's happening. Stuff's happening. I forgot to start our timer. Oh, well. Huh. What are you going to do? Um, so, yeah, that's going on. So what else you got? Uh, the KHL may be implementing a new rule that keeps uh, young Russian players over in the KHL for uh, four to five years. So kind I, of what they do already? They kind of do that already. I, th- I don't think that was a hard and fast rule necessarily. No. I think that was just a con- contractual thing. Because if you don't know, the NHL and KHL respect each other's contracts. Yeah. Um, so you cannot sign with the NHL or KHL if you're signed with a team in the other league. Right. So like this, do- this isn't going to fetch affect Michikov at all because he's already going to be there for five years well i don't know what his contract looked like i don't think it was quite that long he but he had already done like two years and then right now, and you add another so, three years yeah that, i guess that's true i so i don't know we might get back to what they were doing in the 90s and the early 2000s where they were sneaky sneaking players yeah. out uh, because i don't think ovi was snuck out he was not but malkin definitely mm-hmm. was to get over to the NHL at age 19. Yeah. Um, he... Both of his parents were Olympians. He didn't have to do anything. Oh, Ovi? Yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense. Um, uh, Malkin, if I remember correctly, his team had his passport, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't give it to him. To like, right, right, right. you know, they knew they, what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, And um, so what happened was the Penguins, along with Malkin's agent, got the passport somehow. I don't know how. Right. Um... And they, when they were at an away game in a different country, Snug him out. Th- he just went to the airport and yeah. left. And so that's the same thing that happened with Yager yeah. in the early 90s, too. And Yager's not Russian, but um, Czechoslovakia, which it, that's, it was, it was that country at, at that point. It was the USSR at one point. Yeah. And um, it was not letting players leave. And mm-hmm. he had to like escape in like a car trunk or right. something. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. What happens with that? I did that in college. In a car truck? Yeah, well, yeah. You were being snuck over the border of a of a hostile country. You don't know that. I do know that. <laughs> I know who you are. Um, 
Marc-Andre Fleury played his 1,000th career game. Yes, he did. Uh, just last night, which was Dece- which was last year, <laughs> uh, December 31st. Um, he is the fourth goalie ever to play 1,000 games. I don't know if we'll see it again. I don't know that we will either. I'm actually surprised Vasilevsky's that... Vasilevsky's the only one that's on maybe. Lundqvist. Mm, Lundqvist has some injury problems, exactly. I guess. Um, Lundqvist, but... Lundqvist was in the 800s. Yeah, so he was close. Uh, so Flurry joins Brodor, Wah, and Luongo yep. as the other three goalies. And it was nice. They made like a little video for mm-hmm. the three of those guys. And I'm sure the NHLPA. But yeah. um, it was nice. They were like, oh, good job, bud. I, I, with the way goalies are moving. It's crazy three French-Canadian goalies. Yeah, that's true. Isn't that odd? Yeah. Brodor, uh, uh, Wah, and Flurry. <laughs> And because I think Luongo, they're all Canadian. Yes, they're all Luongo, Canadian. I think, is from Vancouver-ish area. British Columbian. But, um, yeah, I don't... Goalies are moving towards tandems, less playing time. Yeah, yeah. So you're looking at the freaks like Vasilevsky, maybe uh, Hellebuck. Mm-hmm, maybe. That's really there's, the Yeah, only... there's not that many of those guys left that can do that because like you have to be a freak athlete to do that, to play that many games in one season and Vasilevsky and Hellebuck and maybe you could throw in, you know what? Not even Shosturkin is playing that many games really because they, he played that many games one year, but like, but they want to protect him to go farther in the playoffs. Yeah. So like you, you You watch, you're not going to match a, a, a psychopath like Brodor who was playing like 70 games a right. year. No. You know, Wad did that too. And who got pissed. So Luongo, actually. And got pissed off to yeah. be given a rest night. Yeah. Like, so, like, there's those, yeah, those guys were playing like 70 games, 60 to 70 mm-hmm. games a year. Flurry did that too. I don't think he ever hit like 70, but I think he at least got close to 60 yeah. several times with the Penguins. And, um, I, yeah, I, but hey, I it's just, a hell of a milestone. I just don't think it's today's game. No, I it, don't think so. And I think Flurry is now third, third all time, third all time in wins, but he's only like one or two behind Wah. Yeah, I he might be moving over Wah sometime this week. Probably yeah. if he, I th- oh, I think it was if he gets two win, two more wins, and he surpasses Wah. Yeah. So I think he's one game behind yep. Wah right now. For second all time, he will never catch Brodor. No, neither will no, anybody else. A, Brodor that, is like a hundred games ahead of them. That's a Gretzky level, yeah, record for yeah. Brodor. Yeah. So congratulations, Mark Andre Fleury. Love you. Like they added, <laughs> Brodor changed the game. It added the trapezoid. Yeah, that's true. He did. Yeah, they <laughs> added the trapezoid because of Brodor. So everybody that hates the trap, uh, hates the trapezoid behind the goalie. That uh, it's Brodor's fault. It's because he was so good at stick handling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Connor McDavid, uh, this is kind of your news, I don't know if you were going to say it, but Connor McDavid reached 600 points this week. I did not. No, and no, no, no. Eric Carlson reached 600 assists. It happened on the same night, which yeah. I thought was interesting, on the uh, on the 30th. That's it for news. All right, you got injuries? Oh, you want me to do my injuries yeah, too? Just, just run through it. Okay. Uh, Brian Russ was placed on LTIR. Now, he was already on IR. He didn't get further injured. However, he's already back at practice, okay. so I think he's going to be back pretty soon. Um, Lion A is on IR with a broken clavicle. I forgot to write down how how long, but I think it was four to six weeks, something right. like that. Um, Anderson of Chicago, I believe that's Joey Anderson on Chicago. Yep. IR with a shoulder injury, unknown amount of time. 
TJ Oshi IR, lower body injury, yep. unknown amount of time. Matt Zuccarello, IR, upper body injury, week to week. Mm-hmm. Blackenberg, IR for Columbus. That one's just day-to-day, though. Gotcha, gotcha. So he should be back soon, I would think. Orensky IR for Columbus as well. That's two defensemen from mm-hmm. Columbus on IR. Ankle injury, six weeks. Eesh. And Sean Corrali to the IR, also from Columbus, uh, with an abdominal injury, but that's just day-to-day. I mean, Columbus just can't have nice things right now with, no. like, Line A and then those three other guys. I'll be totally honest. They, as bad as their record is, they've honestly been playing okay. Yeah. They're just losing. Yep. They're not getting blown out. They're mm-hmm. playing... Are they getting blown out? Hold on. No, they blew someone else out that right. then blew a different team yeah, out afterwards. Buffalo. Got it. Um, yes. So, for my Week 11 news for the Pacific... Uh, Hutton signed a two-year extension with Vegas for one year. Oh, yeah. And he is week-to-week with an upper-body injury. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. It happened on the 31st. Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) Um, And then kind of just the Kuzmenko situation going on in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask you about that. He's been healthy scratched for at least four games straight. Is it because he's not playing well, or is there some weird thing with the coach? I think it might be a coach thing. Because Vancouver is very good right now so if he's not playing as much defense as they would like because it's talking and he's a defense first guy i mean maybe but like that's a guy who scored 30 40 goals last year i think you could 30 to 40 yeah i think you could forgive a little bit of less defense that's true but they're still scoring that's true, and they don't have cap space, and I think his contract is like $5 million or something like that because mm-hmm. he was one of those weird signings. He came over from Russia. Yeah. He's like 27 or yes. something like that. And um, you could trade him. I mean, I, somebody would pony up a good on, bit for he's him. probably on the block. Call up Chicago. Yeah. Um, Chicago has Connor Bedard, and that's it. Yep. So Ever since Perry got drunk. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Hall got injured. Yeah. Um, for the Atlantic news-wise, uh, Dylan Larkin is back. Yay. Um, they went on a massive losing streak, uh, in the game that he got injured. Well, ever, everyone then, was hurt from the Larkin injury. Um, oh, it wasn't an injury situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone got hurt. Um. That was a bad, that was bad. Yeah. Uh, so he is back. They're not winning, but he's back. Um. I mean, I'm glad he's yeah. back. Also, for goalie news... Samsonov oh, yeah. and Eric Comrie got waived. This uh, is week I mean, tw- this is week twelve. Yeah, I wasn't um, I wasn't but... so surprised about Comrie. I was a little surprised about Samsonov, and then I had to look up who the hell is, are their goalies at this point. Um, their guy in the Marlies is doing really well, so they're expecting him to get called mm-hmm. up. Also, yeah, Wall is hurt. Well, they have Martin Jones too. They have right? Mar- Martin yeah. Jones is outplaying Samsonov, which is why Samsonov is getting waived. I, I get it. Um, they both passed waivers, by the way, yes. I saw before we started. I believe Sam Sonoff has like a 850 save percentage right now. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. This, oh, terrible. He has been playing very bad. And then Perron appealed his susp- six-game suspension. Right. Um, uh, he He's already back. He's appealing to get money. Yes. Yeah. He, he started the... The, the six-game suspension is already up. But. He started the appeal process five games in. Yeah. Um, to the suspension, but yeah, if they reduce the suspension, he gets back pay, which yeah, I, I which get. is why he's doing it. Which I get, I would point, do it yeah. too. Would, it was yeah. upheld. Yeah. Um, yep, <laughs> it, it immediately upheld. Yeah, um, Batman was like, "No, shut up." Yeah. 
So injuries in the Atlantic, Villahuso is on the IR with a lower body injury. That mm. happened Monday of week 11, which also explains the losing streak that yeah that doesn't help Detroit is going on. I was going to say that was Christmas, but it was actually the week before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was the 19th. Yeah. Um, Clem Costin, uh, excuse me, is on the IR for an upper body injury. Uh, okay. For Tampa Bay, Sergachev is listed as day to day for a lower body injury, but he has not played in the past two weeks. Oh. Um. Well, so, I mean that is still day to day. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then Shiri left the game on the 30th with an apparent finger injury so we'll see how long he is out not his fingies his fingies all right so for the pacific injury wise ducks got hit hard um, yeah leo carlson sprained mcl down four to six weeks Ooh. uh he was at least was sprained yeah he was actually torn. expected to start getting regular playing time like Instead of the conditioning stint, yeah, this January. That's all right. We could we could maybe just call this year a a goof. For, well, I mean, he's for him and he's going to come back, and then they're going to. Yeah, no, gonna, I know. He'll, he's he'll playing play really well. Season, yeah, he's playing really well. Radko Gudis day to day for a lower body, and then oh, Troy no. Terry Gudis is actually playing really well. Oh, um, oh. who would have thought? I mean, they had really bad defense last yeah. year, so Gudis can kind of play defense. It's uh, probably better. Troy Terry is day-to-day for an upper body, but that was from him colliding with McTavish. Oh, McTavish that's a bummer way to get injured. McTavish blew him up. It might be a concussion. <laughs> Such a bummer way to get yeah. injured. That's right up there with uh, John Ludwig knocking himself out earlier oh, this year. Yeah. By, by hitting whoever that was. Oh, it was, um, uh, it was Hintz, I think. Robet, yes. Yeah. Um, I knew there was... knocked himself out. Well, Detroit had two guys. Fisher and Petrie uh, got deked by... Oh, I forgot Petrie was on Detroit. He got, They got deked out by somebody, and Fisher just killed Petrie. Just <laughs> killed him. Um, K.O. In fact, I don't know if Petrie's back. <laughs> um, for Edmonton, Gagne is out for an undisclosed time for an undisclosed reason he's just not going to be on the road trip right that they're on oh yeah but who knows who knows um maybe he could just be sick he could for, just, yeah honestly san jose mcdonald is on the ir for an undisclosed injury from the 27th not ronald and then giovanni smith ir lower body from the 21st seattle bellamare uh four to six weeks broken leg Ooh. Broken bone in leg um, from the 19th, and then Hutton week to week with an upper body. Did That's that, it? Uh, I think that was it. All right. Yeah, I said, yeah. That All right, it. let's get to some games then. All right, so we'll do week 11 first, and then yep. obviously the second episode will be week 12. Yes. Because uh, most teams... I was toying with the idea maybe we would just jam it all into one week because there was like a three or four day break in three there day, too but break, every yeah. team almost every team played at least six games Cram some games i had one team that played seven games wow yeah, yeah minnesota played seven games over the, crazy. over the two weeks well they have to catch up from that that's true they do uh, yeah uh, um so playing we, in sweden we decided yeah. to to split it up yes so we're gonna start with the western conference 
And the, well, I'm going to start with the Western Conference. No, and we're the start Central with the Division. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The Arizona Coyotes, ladies and gentlemen, two and one this week, uh, week for week 11. Ow. They beat Ottawa to kick the week off four to three, out shooting Ottawa 38 to 23. Overcoming a 3 0 They deficit. were down. Th- was it 3 0? It was 3 1 in the third. It was 3 1 in the third. McBain had a goal and an assist. Keller, Kesselring, and Moser had the other goals. Kesselring's was the... Oh, I just wrote that it was the game-winning goal. It was the game-winning goal. Um, I usually don't do that, but <laughs> I wrote it down for some reason on that one. Uh, Arizona then beat San Jose 5-2. to Kerfoot and Keller each had a goal and two assists. Schmaltz, goal and an assist for him. Mm-hmm. While Kraus and Kesselring had the other goals, and Sean Dersey had two assists. What? Yeah. Okay. My, my handwriting. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And then Arizona finished off week 11 going into the holiday break by losing to Colorado 4-1, to where Alex Kerfoot had the only goal. But what are you going to do? No shame in losing to Colorado. Kerfoot's their top player of week 11, two goals, three assists. They were 2-for-8 on the power play, 4-for-5 on the penalty kill. Arizona, they're right in there. I think they're in fifth place currently as we speak in the Central Division, but... Much improved from last year, which was certainly an improvement from the year before that. Yeah, no. So this coach has got them on the right track. They're looking all right. The GM looks like they're making. They the actually right seem moves. like they know what they're doing. They might have an arena deal coming up soon. Well, for the competitive players, Clayton Keller probably. Oh, he's great. Well, says just like, hey, let's look like we're on the upswing, or I'm going to leave. Well, yeah, that's true. So he he's their best player, and uh, yeah, he could leave. <laughs> and he's got the same agent as Logan Cooley. Ah, there so you go. Yeah, Cooley's like maybe I do another year in uh, maybe college. I go back if... to college. Well, he's playing in a college arena currently. So. He is. All right, Chicago one and two. One and two. The Chicago Connor Bedards. Yes. One and two this week. Uh, losing. Oh no, I'm sorry. They beat Chicago or. They, are they beat Colorado three to two, mm-hmm. where they were outshot thirty-seven to twenty-two in this game. Wow! They were one for three on the penalty kill. Uh, Ryan Donato had a goal and an assist, while Reichel and Johnson had the other goals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Zaitsev and Bedard had two assists each in this game. Oh, did you bring up the the standings? Yes. Do you, Do you think we should uh, at the end of the week twelve? We're We're not quite at halfway, but like we're, we're kind po- of at halfway. And next week. Next week after okay. thirteen. All right. After All right. thirteen. Uh, then Mon- uh, then Chicago lost to Montreal five to two. Dickinson and Donato had the goals there, and then they lost in a track meet game to St. Louis seven to five. Wow. Um, they were outshot by St. Louis forty two to twenty. Mm. Uh, two for four on the PK in that game. Tenorti and Radish had three assists, while Felino had two goals. Excuse me. Bedard is their top player because he's the only one that had over a point per game this yep. week. A goal and three assists. They were 2 for 9 on the power play, 6 for 10 on the penalty kill, yeah, but they did score a short-handed goal. I do have a worse average. Do you? For penalty kills. That's pretty good. I don't think I do. 60%? Yeah, I, I can, think that's the worst one I have this I week. I can kind of beat that. Well, we'll see as we go, because I don't remember all of them. Uh, were you going to say something? Uh, nah. Okay. Moving on to Colorado. 2-1 this two week. 2-1? Um, they lost to Chicago. Chicago, as I already mentioned. Uh, Nachushkin had both goals in that game for Colorado. But then they beat Ottawa 6-4. to four. McKinnon, four goals. 
Yes. And one assist yes. in this game. Uh, Rotten in two goals. So that's all six of your goals right there. Yep. And uh, Nishushkin had three assists. I believe those guys play on the same line. Yeah. Um, and then they beat Arizona, as I already mentioned, Ford one. Olofsson, a goal and an assist in that game. Byram, Manson, and Nichushkin all had goals, while Logan O'Connor had two assists in that game. Pretty good week for Colorado, all in all. Two assists. Uh, McKinnon is their top player. Yep. Four goals, three assists. Now, most of that was in one game, but, you know, he spread a couple other assists yeah, in there. Yeah, a little love. Uh, they were 6 for 10 on the power play this week. Mm. And 12 for 15 on the penalty kill. Jesus. Yeah. 6, six for 10. Christ. 6 for 10. Uh, yeah, that's Colorado. Dallas, 3-0 and this week. Dallas is good. Dallas, Dallas is a little scary. Dallas, uh, these two weeks, Dallas has looked very strong. Uh, they beat Seattle in overtime 4-3, to where they were outshot 38-28 in that game. Duchesne, two goals and an assist. Robertson and Harley, this guy Harley, who's playing great for them this year, yeah. uh, each had goals. Harley's was the overtime game winner, and Pavelski had two assists. They then beat Vancouver in overtime, 4-3, mm-hmm. to three, same score. Uh, Duchesne and Harley, again, each had a goal and an assist. Duchesne's was the overtime game winner this time. Gotcha. Sagan and Hintz had the other goals, while Robertson and Heiskanen each had two assists. And then they beat Nashville 3-2 straight up. No overtime needed for that one. Uh-uh. Out shooting them 34-21. They were down 2 to nothing in the third period. Um, Dadnoff, Hockenpah, and Smith scored the goals. And speaking of them being down to nothing, mm-hmm. they were down two to one with 15 seconds left in the game. Uh, that's that game. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, they scored two goals in the in last 15 seconds. seconds. Yeah. Uh, was the one who was the dagger winner for them, but uh, so I believe I, I think it's Craig Smith is the one that's on Dallas, and there's at least three Smiths that play yeah, in the league I, right now, because Riley Smith is on the Penguins, Craig Smith, and there's another Smith. I think. Who knows? I, who knows? I didn't know. I didn't realize Craig Smith wasn't in Boston. Maybe he's not. Maybe this is a different. No, spot. I think Craig Smith is gone from Boston, so it makes sense. So anyway, uh, I believe it was Smith. We'll just say Smith scored the tire, and then Hockenpah scored immediately after that. Or is Craig Smith on Buffalo? I, well, now I have to look it up because now it's going to now it's going to bug us. Um, you know what? Uh, going back to Arizona, they are in the wild card spot. They are. Okay. They're I wasn't sec- sure about they're in that. The second wild card spot. Um, nope, it is Craig Smith. Hmm. Is on. Uh, he was on. Uh, well, he, I think he was on Buffalo at some point. How many Smiths are in the NHL? <laughs> Sorry. This is yeah. going to bug us until we get <laughs> it. Yeah. So uh, that's what I was debating, but I'll just go into it right now with the wild card standings. Sure. Go ahead. Uh,. Your wild card standings in the West are Nashville and Arizona, and then in... Brendan Smith is the other one. That uh, I was trying to think okay, of. and then uh, in the East, your wild card are the Islanders and the Lightning. The Lightning? Yes. Oh. Okay. Yes. Lightning have forty-one points. Oh, got the it. Teams that we talked about. Right, 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 right. Forty. Got it. I think that was. I think I was looking at those standings before the Lightning game ended. Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dallas three and zero this week. Zero for nine on the power play. Yeah. That sucks, but they still won all the games. So. Yeah, that's true. Eight for nine on the penalty kill. Duchesne's their top player. Three goals, two assists. Okay. Yeah. Minnesota three and one. 
Really? This week, yes. They played four games before Christmas. Wow. They did lose to Pittsburgh to start the week off, uh, four to three. Yeah. They were three for five on the penalty kill in that game. Hartman, Letary, and Middleton gave up the or uh, gave up the goals, scored goals scored. for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota then beat Boston in overtime, four to three. Yes, I remember that. Kaprizov had two goals, including the overtime game winner. Hartman and Johansson had the other goals, while Flurry was forty of forty-three. Uh, um, okay. A bunch of people. There's there's quite uh, controversy uh, for not playing Flurry in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Flurry has stated he doesn't like playing in Pittsburgh when he's not well, on the fair. Penguins. Yeah, so he's so just he like, might have asked them yeah. to not. Yeah. Um, but he also did, and it was probably part of the same interview where he said, this is probably the last time I'm going to play in Pittsburgh. Right. Um, because I think he's said he this is likely going to retire after, after this season. Yeah. Uh, then they beat Montreal four to three in overtime. They were two for six on the power play was Minnesota. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Rossi and Kaprizov each had a goal and two assists. Kaprizov, another overtime game winner. Yep. Brock Faber had a goal and an assist and Matthew Boldy had a goal. Brock Faber is a rookie, he's 19, he's, and he is very good. He's amazing. He's on their top pairing. He is very good defensively. He, he chips in on offense some, sometimes. Just defensively, the way he is playing, it's been like he's been in the league for five years. Yeah, and he is, I believe, 19, yes. maybe 20. There's a picture from last he's year. He's a little baby. There's a picture last year of him cheering in the stands because he's from Minnesota. Yeah. He's in the stands celebrating a Kaprizov goal. And now he's celebrating with Kaprizov. And he's hugging Kaprizov. Yeah. It's, it's a crazy it's picture. Yeah, it's nuts. Excuse me. And then Minnesota beat Boston again, 3-2 to two this time, mm-hmm. uh, straight up, not in overtime. They outshot Boston 35-21. Joel Erickson had a goal and an assist. Felino and Kaprizov had goals again. Flurry got the win in this game. I knew I had this written down somewhere. This was his 550th win, mm-hmm. which is one behind Waugh. There it is. Okay. There we go. So Waugh has 551. Mm-hmm. So Flurry has to get two more wins, and he surpasses Waugh for second all time. But this crazy. week, Kaprizov is their top player. Four goals, three assists. They were four for 15 on the power play, 10 for 15 on the penalty kill. Not as great on the penalty kill, no, no, but no. that's what it is. Pretty good week for Minnesota. Very good week for Minnesota. And honestly, they played pretty well in that Pittsburgh game. Maybe should have won. Yeah. It's it's one of those games where you're just like, well, the other team just scored when right. they shouldn't have, pretty much. Um, against the grain. Against the grain, yeah. Nashville, one and two mm-hmm. this week. Nashville was on a little bit of a hot run. Now they've cooled off a bit going into the, the Christmas break. Gotcha, gotcha. Losing to Vancouver, five to two. Uh, Glass and Lawson had the two goals in that game for them. Mm-hmm. They then beat Philadelphia 4-2. Yep. Uh, Tomasino had two goals in that game. Sissons and Forsberg, two assists. Another Smith and Nyquist <laughs> had uh, a goal each. Now I have to look up which Smith that is, so I guess it's four Smiths. God damn it. Colin Smith? And none of them are related. Uh, no, one of them is brothers with Brandon Smith. Oh, Cole okay. Smith is the one on Nashville. This might be Brandon Smith's brother. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Brandon Smith is the brother of one of them. Gotcha. It might even be Riley. It's one of the other three All he right. is the brother of, but the other two are not related to them, I don't think. But I also thought Eric Johnson and Jack Johnson were brothers for like 15 years. Yes, so, he did. Yeah. 
Until you corrected me and I looked it up and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I've been lied to! Uh, uh, Dallas finished, or I'm sorry, Nashville finished off the week by losing to Dallas 3-2, to as I already mentioned. Yep. Sissons and McCarron had the goals in that game for Nashville. They don't get top player. No. Uh, nobody scored above uh, a point per game. Right. Which is usually what I go off of. Yeah. Um, they were 1-9 for nine on the power play, 8-9 for nine on the penalty kill with a shorthanded goal 4. So, yeah, Nashville. Flying. Nope. I went the wrong way again. Way to go. God. You're halfway through this book. I'm more than halfway through this oh, book. That's, thank well, that's God. Good. So I can get rid of it. <laughs> St. Louis is up next. Uh, two and one on week 11. They lost to Tampa Bay. Six to one. Yes. To kick the week off. Mm-hmm. But hey, uh, Falk had the goal in that game. Yeah. They beat Florida. Four to one. Fuck it. He's fucking all. He's fucking it up. They beat Florida four to one. Uh, they were outshot by Florida thirty-eight to twenty-four in mm-hmm. this game. Buchnevich two goals and an assist. Thomas three assists and Joel Hoffer. I think it's Joel, right? I think so. Yeah, uh, thirty-seven of thirty-eight. Yeah. Excuse me. And then they beat Chicago, as I already mentioned, seven to five. Thomas, Cairo, Hayes, Falk, and Buchnevich all had two points in this game. Mm-hmm. Good for them. There you go. Uh, Buchnevich and Thomas are their top players. Five points apiece. They were three for eight on the power play, plus a shorthand goal against. And four for six on the penalty kill. Only had six penalties to kill, but did give up two power play goals. Uh, That's not not great. No. Um, Man, the Rangers are good now. How good would they be with Buchnevich? I I think it's kind of a moot point. At At this point. At this point, it's kind of a moot point, yeah. It's been But I, I always did think it was... A puzzling trade, because I think it was for Sammy Blay. Yes, who they did send back. Who, yeah, they eventually sent back to St. Louis. He left and went back to St. Louis. I um, sent an odd trade, which didn't necessarily kill the Rangers at no. all. Uh, really helped the Blues. Yes. Um, you know the Rangers have plenty of younger talent. Yeah, no, the, the Rangers are fine with, now. But, but at, I remember at it, the time we were like, mm, I don't like and then Buchnevich was like immediately very good mm-hmm. for St. Louis. He was like killing it with and Thomas Sammy and Kyrie. Yeah, Sammy, Sammy Blay got injured immediately. Oh, like the yeah. first game of the season. Didn't um, didn't Marchand slew for them? I think so. I can't remember. He broke his leg. I'm pretty sure. I think he got slew foot by Marchand. Like, that sounds like something the, he would do. Into the board. Sounds like something he would do. Just real quick tangent. Uh, just speaking of Marchand and his slew footing, because I think he did that again in the last two weeks at some point. I'm sure. Um, I saw somebody made a graphic and put it up on uh, the NHL subreddit mm-hmm. that was like ta- taking all of the worst parts to try to make the biggest dirtbag in history. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And uh, like Marchand's slew foot was one of them. Yep. Truba's elbow was one of them. Yep. I think um, it was just to make the worst hockey player. No, it was to make the dirtiest hockey okay. player. Okay. And uh, I can't remember what the other ones are, but one of them was Mike Hoffman's wife. <laughs> yes, I did see that one. <laughs> so, so funny. It's so funny and mean. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to defend her. She's see, I I haven't heard anything about her recently, but boy, were they pieces of shit to yeah. Eric Carlson and his wife. Yep. Um, <laughs> I laughed so hard when I saw. Yeah, that. I saw that. Oh man. Okay. Winnipeg, two zero and one. Winnipeg's quiet this week. Winnipeg's quiet, and they're like Win- one sorry. point away from being in first place. Winnipeg's so. quietly killing it. Oh yeah, yeah. 
they did lose to Montreal to kick the week off 3-2 mm-hmm. to in overtime. Uh, they were 1-3 for three on the penalty kill in that game, so that yeah, they, would be kind of part of the there issue. There it is. Uh, Perfetti and Velarde had goals in that game. What? A, Velarde has been playing so well for Winnipeg. This is how Velarde plays when he's not hurt. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's And it. he was hurt for a hot minute yeah. earlier this season, but... Um, <laughs> You know, I let me finish up, and then I'll, I'll say my thoughts about Winnipeg. Um, they did beat Detroit 5-2, to two, mm-hmm. outshooting them 41-28. Velarde, goal and two assists in that yes. game. Uh, Ehlers, and jo- Ehlers and Johnson Fialbi yep. uh, had a goal and an assist. That is a hyphenated last name. I think his first name is Anders. It's Axel. Is it, oh, it is Axel. That's right. He used to play for the Caps. I, uh, I, that, that's I love that guy. Uh, yeah, he's a, if you can't guess, I believe he's Swedish. So. Uh, Finish. He might be both. He might be. Because uh, Johnson sounds... That, the yeah. way that, that Johnson is spelled there yeah, yeah. It, is the Swedish spelling, yeah. and then Fialbi could be either. Yes. So, uh, he, the, Ehlers and uh, Johnson Fialbi had a goal and an assist, and Pionk and Shifley scored the other goals, and then Winnipeg finished off the week going into Christmas by hand in Boston a 5-1 to one loss. You're right, you Swedish. Swedish. Yes! I hand, love being right. Handed Boston a 5-1 to one loss. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, count that up. That's three losses for Boston this week, mm-hmm. I've already talked about. Um, they were two for three on the power play in that game. Niederreiter, two goals and an assist. Velarde, a goal and an assist. Yep. Shifley, two assists. And Velarde, if you couldn't have guessed, is their top player. Three goals, three assists. They were two for five on the power play. They only had five power plays in only three games. Everything was... Uh, and they only had seven penalty kills, but they did give up two power play goals on that. Um, so the, one, the thing I wanted to say, I think it's really interesting that the uh, at when the trade happened where they sent Pierre-Luc Dubois to yep. L.A., everybody was like, okay, this is kind of an equal trade. Yep. They sent Ayafalo and Velarde and then some other guy and draft uh, picks. Curly? Uh, something like that, yeah. Who's, I think he's in the – not Kaliev. Not Kaliev. Um I can't remember his name, but I think he's in the minors. Yes. He was just, like, another guy mm-hmm. on, onto that trade. But they got Pierre-Luc Dubois, plus, I think, a, a draft pick or two yeah. along with that. And everybody was like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. And uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, as far as I know, not playing super well for he's LA. He's not. He's not being, he's not terrible, but he's not scoring too much. This is the one where I still think this is a very even trade. Yeah. Um, just because Pierre-Luc Dubois... Some of his stuff, even if he's not putting up points, he's still like winning defensive zone faceoffs. He's still that's fair. That's fair. Solid defensively. Yeah, or... your your goals and assists and points in general aren't indicative of how good of a player you are necessarily. A center is more valuable than a winger. I would agree. And Velarde and Campe are. I not... follow. I follow. Sorry, Kings. Yeah. I'm... Yeah. No. No. no I'm, I got you. I'm all the Kings. Campe's um, still on the Kings. Yeah. Uh, follow are. Goal scoring winners. Yeah. Like, but I, it seems like the trade is really working out, especially for Velarde in Winnipeg yes. because when he was he missed a couple of weeks I think with some some injury. Mm-hmm. But um, outside of that, he's been killing it for Winnipeg. Well, last year for the Kings when when he was healthy, he was killing it. Yes. Yeah. But he just always gets like a pretty long term injury. Yeah. So it, I'm I'm really glad to see him not doing that now. Um, Me too. And I also think it's very funny that, that he scored on the Kings and helped beat them. Oh no, that's not even what I was saying. Yeah, that is also is funny. Uh, but uh, I think it's really funny that they let Blake Wheeler leave 
all of a sudden they don't have a locker room problem anymore. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden his toady, Shifley, has shut up and signed a long-term deal with the team. Right. And uh, all of a sudden Connor Hellebuck was like, okay, maybe I will stay. Right. And so uh, there you go. Like he, we found <laughs> maybe out. your captain was actually the hugest problem. Well, he got stripped of his captaincy last year. Remember? He did. Yeah. yeah so. But that it was partially because of yes. how much of a locker room cancer he was. Now, I, he's on... Shifley also had his A stripped, but... That's true, but he was kind of being Wheeler's toady. It seems like. It seemed like. It seems like. Um, but Shifley has been a good boy, yeah. as far as I know. Uh, Wheeler has been... He's on the Rangers now. He's fine. I, he's fine. I, also, the... They like, have a different you have, leadership structure there. So. You have Kreider in that locker room for uh, the Rangers. And weirdly, Truba is the captain. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I didn't get that. No, I'm not saying that Truba's not a good captain. Um, but it's but yeah, you have it's Kreider. odd that Kreider's not the captain. Was well, my is my only point. He might not want to be the captain. maybe maybe not. Uh, but I don't know. I just think I think like easily Kreider is the captain. Right? Would would have been my choice. Whenever I talk shit about Truba, uh, <laughs> which especially is about his like uh, elbows and how um, he's based, he's the same as Tom Wilson, uh, chicken wing boy. Notice I never mentioned that the fact that he's the Rangers captain is because I know for a goddamn fact Tom Wilson is going to be the next mm. uh, Capitals captain. Well, so like, I, a guy can be that, but still be a good leader. Right. Like, you can be a, a borderline dirty player, or just a dirty player, depending on who you're talking about. Tom Wilson is the player... Is the, it Marshan the captain of Boston? Yes. Yeah, yeah. so there we go again. T- Tom Wilson is the NHL Tom Wilson has a rep for Washington. Well, Tom Wilson has <laughs> behaved the last couple yes. of years, for the most part. Yes. Outside of a big hit here or there, but they've mostly been clean, if I remember correctly. Ever since the, um, he's been pretty the good. Rangers incident. Yeah, he's been pretty good since the Rangers incident. Yeah. So I don't know if he's like in therapy or something now, uh, but look, uh, there's talk, nothing wrong with that. We've talked but. about that uh, before. Who a player is on the ice and off the ice can be completely, completely different. different. Yeah, Brad Marchand, apparently very nice man. Yeah. off the ice, and great guy. And you also have to think what their playing is yeah it makes sense that uh they're violent <laughs> on the <Yeah>. ice <laughs> they're taking out all of their anger yeah and issues out on the ice which honestly is probably better than doing it in real life yeah so and also some of these guys are the most competitive people that you've ever met oh yeah and they're yeah. all on the ice together i mean look Cindy crosby chopped a dude's finger off one right. time on purpose or not who knows who knows but he did it <laughs> he did it though um, all right, that's it. That's it for me in all the right. central. I'm gonna run through the Pacific. We are gonna stay in the West, and this setup is standings going into the Christmas break. Okay. Yeah. Uh, San Jose, first place at the bottom. Zero and three, nine twenty-two and three. Yeah. Has twenty-one points there. Eighth. I will say the uh, the guy who's supposedly supposed to be the first overall pick, Macklin Celebrini, yeah. is looking pretty good at World Juniors, as it, far as I can tell. He he has. I think he got thrown out of one game, though. He might have. I think it was a... Oh, no, I think he got injured. Oh. But it wasn't that serious. God. I think okay, I cool. think it his head might have hit the ice, but mm, okay. he escaped like a major concussion. Well, that's something. good. Or, I, maybe I'm misspeaking, yeah. but I think he they thought he got injured. Because I remember seeing a tweet from somebody that was like, everyone breathe easy, Macklin Celebrini's okay. Oh, okay. And it was just like, okay, well, like, he's not, this is an NHL reporter. (laughs) Like, okay, let's calm down. Uh, Berg talked about one of these games. Um, So we got a 1-4 loss against the Kings. Yeah. 
a 2-5 loss against Arizona, and then a 4-7 loss against Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver. Um, Kokkinen played the first game. <laughs> Those Canucks. Yeah. Uh, Being so confusing this year. <laughs> incredibly. Uh, Kokkinen played the first. Blackwood played the second two. Ferrero had three assists in the Vancouver game. They were 1-7 for seven on the power play. Gave up a shorthanded goal, though. It's crazy that Ray Ferraro came um, out of retirement yeah, to play. Yeah, I know, right? I'm just kidding. It's the sun. Um, I was also thinking Lou Ferrigno. Uh, <laughs> Thank God Roberto Lugano came, yeah, out, of, exactly. came out of retirement. Um, and they were 6-9 for nine on the penalty kill. Lou Ferrigno. Could you imagine him on the ice? <laughs> this is a huge dude. Who can't hear. <laughs> yeah. Philip Zadina is their top player. I always forget that he's deaf. Because he had one it's goal. It's not funny that he's deaf. And three assists. Uh, his Hulk is funny because he's deaf. His Hulk, <laughs> his Hulk is funny because like clearly he's deaf, just yeah. like kind of by the way he speaks. But we're not making fun of him being deaf. We're not an ableist <laughs> podcast here. Anaheim's up next. Uh huh. <laughs> One and two this week. Wait, no, just really quick. I was watching the Great British Break Bake Off while yeah. I was doing my notes. Of course, uh, this was a few weeks ago now, yeah, but. Yeah. Um, there was a, a deaf woman, yep. or mostly deaf woman, who mm-hmm. was on there baking, and she made it to the semifinals, and yeah, that's yeah. where she got knocked out. She should have been in the finals, first of all. That's fair. Uh, and I'm only I'm not saying that because she was real cute, but um, <laughs> uh, I texted my mom. I was like, it's very ableist of the Great British Bake Off to knock out the cute deaf girl. Right. <laughs> right before the finals. Right before the finals. How dare they? And then, like, the finals was not not, good. not very good. Mm. And I was like, she would have killed them in the finals. Mm. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, Anaheim is 12, 21, and 0. No overtime losses for the Ducks. Still? 21? <laughs> I didn't realize they had that many losses. Yeah, no. Uh, oh, the Ducks. That's 24 points. That's 7. Yeah. Uh, they only have one less loss, one less regulation loss than San Jose. Uh-huh. Um, 4-3 win against Detroit. Henry had a goal and an assist. They were outshot by Detroit, 32-22. Um, they were 5-7 for seven on their power play. Uh, or sorry, penalty kill. 5-7 for seven on the penalty kill. Uh, they got shut out by Calgary, 0-3. Uh, they were outshot by Calgary, 44-25. to mm. And then they lost to Seattle, 2 it's nice to see Calgary actually winning those games. Right. Uh, lost to Seattle 2-3. to three. Uh, Dostal played all of these games because Gibson was hurt. Mm. Uh, Zegers had a goal in that game. What, was it this week that there were uh, dueling lacrosse goals? Uh, yes. No. Was it this week? It had to have been. It, it had to have been week 11. It was against St. Louis when the Ducks yeah. played St. Louis. So it was... Uh, the next week? I, I, I'm was sorry. It, was it against Detroit? Either I, way. No. It was against no, Seattle. I, it, was, it was the 23rd. I think it I think Seattle. Bedard's was against St. Louis. Yes. Because they happened the same night. Yes. Two and then, Michigan goals. And then nobody would shut up about Bedard's. And Zegers did the exact same thing. Yeah. And nobody mentioned him. Because it was one of Zegers' first games back, too. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Um, well, what's yes, fun, it was what's, against Seattle. What's funny about it was um, the Ducks, not sideline reporter, but like down, on on ice reporter. One I of guess the you would call it. One of the one of the reporters 
Uh, but you know, in like the the broadcast, they yeah. they always have somebody that's like down near the benches yep. or whatever. Um, it, it was I don't remember her name, but she was down there. She was talking to Zegras because it was one pre-game. of his first game back pregame, and she was like, "Oh boy, I would just really like a." A Michigan, Michigan goal. goal, and he's like, "Well, I'll see what I can do." And yeah. then he fucking did it. First of all, he said anything for you. Oh, did he? Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah, Zegers did it. Um, um, but the Ducks out. But yeah, he did it though. So yeah, that, that was my point. He uh, called a shot like Babe Ruth. And he never telegraphed it. Like that nah, was a crazy. His one. was just like wham. Right. Um, he didn't even dip low to like he was standing upright yeah. to do it. Normally, you dip low. You. Get your yeah, which is what I think the dart did. Um, to uh, get just in case, it. just in case you guys don't know what we're talking about, um, it's a kind of a it's a trick goal. Yes, but what a player will do is he'll press down on the uh, the puck to get it to kind of stick to his stick and then scoop it up. Yep, and then twirl it and like just put it in the top of the net, like it like it looks like a lacrosse stick. Yeah, so if you could pull it off, it's really cool looking. And will really make the old hockey people mad, um, yeah. because because they don't it's like anything. Flashy, it's yeah. too fun, and they don't like it. They don't like fun in their league. Um, they want everybody to be concussed and die. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, it was really cool. Bedard did it earlier that night. Yep. against St. Louis. I forgot to mention that against Bennington. Against Who Bennington, took it yeah, really well. <laughs> I mean, at, at that point, you got to just be like, "Damn, he got me." No, he posted a video just like how to stop a Michigan, and it was like a. a two like peewee kids (laughs) and it's just like that's hilarious (laughs) Uh, i can't wait um for i mean it's starting to happen but for like these younger guys at gen Gen x or gen z yeah guys to start proliferating the league more it's already and 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 just in general in life because it seems like they're much more fun (laughs) than even our age range is a lot of the time so well our age range is Upper 20s, lower 40s, so... Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and Gen Z is a very large age range as well, but because uh, it's a whole generation, it's mm-hmm. 20 years or so, and so, like... But all the... But, but all the millennials are... We're all beat down and broken <laughs> uh, from just life. So uh, they're still... They're all still full, so full of energy and happy. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah? What? A- a- am I ready? Can I... Can I... Go... I'll stop eating today. Um, I'm sorry. I like. I haven't seen you in like a week and a half. I, that is I true. just want to talk to my friend. It is true. Um, but Seattle, uh, Anaheim outshot Seattle 34 to 22, and they were 62% on the faceoff dot. Damn. Yes. Also, both teams that scored the Michigan goal lost those games. Yeah, they did. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that reminds me, didn't, was it Mikhail Granlin who tried to do it? Uh, against the Penguins yes. when they were down 10 to 2 or yes. something and then his his coach ripped him a new one. Yeah. Called him out specifically. Uh, the yeah. GM called them out. Yeah. And then he's played way better. Yes, he has. Right. Uh 2 for 10 on the power play, 11 for 15 on the penalty kill. Uh Edmonton's up next, 2 and 1. They're 15 15 and 1 on the season so far. 31 points that's 6 in the division. They went on a East Coast swing playing the Islanders, the Devils, and the Rangers. One to three loss to the Islanders, six to three win against the Devils, and then a four to three win against the Rangers. Uh, mm. They were all in the uh, New York metropolitan area, yep. pretty much. They outshot the Islanders 31 to 21, and they outshot the Devils 38 to 26. 
McLeod is their top player with three goals and one assist. Wow. Yes. It's crazy that it's not Dreisaitl or McDavid. Is Dreisaitl not having, like, a tremendous season? He's having a pretty good season. Is he? Okay. But I just feel like I haven't every, really heard about him that much. Every week that I've, like, really done it, he's been number two. Okay. Like, okay, so he's he's there. Like, okay. he had three points. Or, oh, all right, all right. Or he had four points and it was four assists. So, like... Well, it's like nobody was playing well right. in the first, what, 15-ish games? Not even, maybe 12 games? Dreisaitl was playing well. No one else no, was. Well, yeah. McDavid was like hurt most exactly. of that time. Yeah. And so now I know McDavid's killing it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, McLeod or McLeod scored, Whatever. outscored them this yeah. week, which is great for him. But uh, yeah, I, I was just Except, wondering. Yeah. He, because he's not in uh, next week, he's not a top player either. But wow. he was, again, number, Bust. number two. Trade him. Um, <laughs> Seattle's up next. Seattle. 2 0 1 this week. Come on. 12 14 and 9. You're getting there. Slowly crawling back into it. 33 points. That's fifth. Okay. Uh, Bert talked about one of these games already, and I talked about another one. The 3-4 overtime loss against Dallas. Uh, Tatar, a goal and assist in this game. Tater. Oh, my God. He had a goal and an assist. Uh-huh. When did he get traded from Colorado? Like I a week? I believe well, this was his first game for Seattle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they outshot Dallas 38-28, which I'm pretty sure you mentioned. Mm-hmm. 2-1 win against the Kings. Ooh, Everly had the game-winning goal. They were 37.7% on the face-off dot. Oh, um, but won. They won, though, yeah. And were outshot 43-30. to I always think it's interesting that... So, Dackard was their top player oh, yeah. in that one. Um, the, uh, just like the face-off numbers and shot numbers don't necessarily mean nope. you won that game. Uh Face-off numbers give you a little bit better, so it's really fun when they don't. I feel like it used to be shots would be that way, too. When one team, like, crazy outshot the other team, you're like, okay, they won, definitely. In the past two years, there's been a huge shift. Uh, it's not the volume, it's the quality. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, Which is why um, goal goalie save percentage has dropped. Yeah. Like, the average save percentage is, like, a 9-1. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So if you're, that's the average. Oh, actually, I just saw a tweet about that. That was um, uh, Filipovich. Was it? Yeah, it was by Filipovich. Yeah, yeah, his he was like, yeah, the league average goalie save percentage is it's not even nine one. It's like nine oh eight or something I, like that. See, I wasn't even sure anymore. Yeah, like, it, it was like was, it's right around there. I was assuming there was a, a nine zero, but but I was uh, but his his uh, his point was that the rest of that tweet was Connor Hellebuck has not been below 920 in like four weeks or something. Yeah, so Which is that's nuts. Showing how good he is. Yeah. Um, and then the three two win against Anaheim, uh, Dackert in net there as well. Uh, Dunn had a goal and two assists. Good to see him doing well up there. They were one for eight on the power play, but gave up a shorthanded goal, and then ten for eleven on the penalty kill. Matty Beneers is their top player. One goal. Oh, he's finally showing up. Five assists. Just kidding. Calgary. I'm, I'm glad to see Seattle starting to rate the ship a little bit. They had a horrible start to the season. God, They were right up there with Edmonton. They were next like, to Edmonton. But Edmonton was expected to be at the top. Well, so Seattle was too. They had 100 points last year. That's true. But Edmonton was expected to run away with the division. True. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah. So that's why... Seattle. No one talked about Seattle. 
Yeah. It, and two years ago, Seattle was dog. That's that's true. Well, dog they, this is their third year yeah, in the exactly. league. So I guess we shouldn't be surprised if they have a roller coaster kind yeah. of uh, start to the franchise because they're still building their team. Exactly. Yeah. Calgary was 2-1 and one this week. A 14-15-5. and five. 33 points. Fourth in the division. Insane. Yeah. Uh, Pacific sucks except for like three teams. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, And one of those teams is Vancouver. Right. Which is not what anybody would have expected coming into this season. They 3-1 to win against Florida. There you go. Um, Markstrom played all of these games. Two shorthanded goals for. Wow. Um, Shut out Anaheim. Uh, Lindholm had a goal and two assists in that game, and then they lost to the Kings three to five. They had uh, Coleman was had two goals in this game. They were two for eighteen on their power play. Mm-hmm. Two for eighteen. Oh, sorry, my phone did something weird. That's, uh, yeah. t- that oh. <laughs> that's God. not good. Yeah. Um, I mean, at least they scored. At least they scored. At least they scored. But, yeah, 2 for 18 is pretty boo-boo. Yeah, they they scored nine goals this week. Overall, yeah. Overall. Um, three of them were shorthanded. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, 12 for 13 on the penalty kill with three shorthanded goals. So 15 for yeah. 13 on them. Wow. Um, they don't have uh, a top player though, because they didn't have a guy score. Of course they didn't. Like more than three points. Oh uh, yeah, of course. On the week, but uh, yeah, having three shorthanded goals—that's pretty nuts. Yeah. Um, then the Kings two and one as well. Okay. Nineteen seventeen, nineteen seven and four. Killing it. Difference between uh, fourth place and third place. Fourth place is thirty-three. Third place is forty-two. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Jesus. 4-1 win against San Jose, 1-2 loss against Seattle, and then the 5-3 win against Calgary. Talked about all these games already. 1-10 for 10 on the power play, 10-12 for 12 on the penalty kill, but they did have two shorthanded goals. Four. Um, in the San Jose game, they outshot them 39-16. to 16. And against Seattle, they were 62% on the faceoff dot. Um, I already kind of mentioned the, the reverses. Uh, Kopitar is their top player. One goal, three assists. All right. Vegas. 21-9-5. 47 mm. points. Mm-hmm. Second. Yeah. 0-3. Oof. Bad week for Vegas. Uh, they went on a... East Coast road trip as well, more mm. southern. Uh, yeah. Three to six loss against Carolina. Oh right. Yeah. Uh, Thompson started this game, but he did get hurt. Oh, might be bummer. a part of it. Yeah, that might be part of it. It wasn't a long term injury, but because he's already back. Well, they still have Aiden Hill, right? No, because he's hurt. Oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> I forgot that. Yeah. Uh, Carrier had two goals in that game. Who's their goalie? Patera. Oh, okay. Patera in the Carolina game was 10 for 10. Hey, um, uh, hey at least you got that going. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all six of those goals were Thompson on Thompson. 
you're going to say all six of them were by one guy. I was like, <laughs> no, that's not right. No, no. Uh, then they lost to Tampa Bay 4-5 to five in, in a close game. Uh, Marshall So did have two goals in that game. They were 2-4 for four on that penalty kill. Uh, and then they lost to Florida 2-4. Two for four, two, two four. Um, They had two power plays against again in that game. So their power play, 1-10. for 10. Their penalty kill... Six for 13. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> against Carolina, Carolina was three for three yeah. on their power play. Oh, six for 13. Yeah. They outshot Florida. That's below 50%. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's definitely the worst one. Yeah, that's uh, your problem right there. Yeah, Fix that's that. a huge problem. They outshot uh, Florida 42 to 25. Oh, uh, I, I do have one that's close to that. I just see it. I see ah, it right there. You. It's um, not as bad. That's still that's still worse. Yeah. Uh, Yowza. Mine's a larger sample size. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah, damn. I mean, having both of your starting goalies be injured Yeah. and your penalty kill, I mean, having both your starting goalies injured is yeah. also probably part of the reason the penalty kills like that. But because... also, you don't have Shea Theodore. Like, yeah. They've, they've been, they're missing they're, some They're guys. missing some dudes right now. Um, they're still second in the division tied. Well, they, they did a good job building yeah. up a buffer. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they can... They can take a bad week, right, and still be okay. Top of the division. Woo! I, the Vancouver Canucks. I believe this was the first time in a long time that the Canadian team was top of the division Whoa. going to a Christmas break. Hell yeah, Vancouver! Since Ottawa in t- two thousand nine. It had to been. Since 2009? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I think Ottawa won the President's Trophy that year. They did. Yeah, that's that's insane. With the same coach that they have now. Jacques Martin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. It's almost like he shouldn't have left. Ah. Um, I, I mean, that was 14 years ago. 14 so. years ago, and it was Melnick as the owner. Yeah. All right. 2 0 oh, 1. Woo! 23 9. And three, 49 points, first in the Pacific. Hell yeah. Bert talked about, all these games have been talked about already. Bert talked about the first two, the 5-2 win against Nashville, the 3-4 overtime loss against Dallas, and then the 7-4 win against San Jose. DeSmith started the first one, Demko in the next two. Pedersen, against Dallas, Joshua had a goal and an assist, and they outshot Dallas, or they were outshot by Dallas 36-20. Uh, Kuzmenko had two goals in the San Jose game. Oh, okay. Um, so he started. So he played getting, that game. Yeah, and he started getting benched more after that. I think. Weird. Yeah. Um, one for ten on the power play, eight for eight on the penalty kill. Teddy Bluger and Quinn Hughes tied points wise. Top player. One both had one goal and four assists. <laughs> one of those is much more surprising <laughs> than the other one. And it's nothing against Teddy Bluger. He's more of a defensive player. Yeah. One goal, four assists. Um, good for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, more power to him. There we go. There we are. All right, let's talk about the Metropolitan Division as we head east. Head east, young man. Carolina, one, one, and one. One, one, one. In week eleven, they beat Vegas as Clay just mentioned, six to three. Bunting a goal and two assists. Shea a goal and an assist. Aho. Three assists, and as Clay said, they were three for three on the power play. 
That's going to be good for your numbers. It's going to help you out. Oh, yeah. That'll help you win games when yeah. you go perfect on the power play. Yes. And it's more than one. Um, they then lost to Pittsburgh in a shootout. Two to one. Very close game. Uh, Tara Vinen had the only um, regulation goal. They did not score in the shootout. And Kochekov was 24 of 25 yep. for the victory. They then lost to the Islanders 5-4 to four straight up. Got outshot by the Islanders 40-24. to 24. They were 2-4 for four on the power play in that game. Aho, Nason, Slavin, and Taravainen all scored the goals, while Svechnikov and Nechas had two assists each. I love Slavin. He's so good. Remember when they were going to like just trade him? Wasn't it him? Or was it Brett Pesci? It was Pesci. It was Pesci. But still. They haven't done it, and I don't no. think they're going to at this point, but they haven't re-signed him yet either. So. Uh, Aho and Bunting are your co-top players of the week with a goal and three assists each. Wow. They were five for nine on the power play. That Vegas game really helped them. Yep. 12 for 12 on the penalty kill. So an okay week uh, record-wise for Carolina, but strong power play and penalty, strong special teams week for them. Columbus is up next, also 1-1-1. One, one, and one. They beat Buffalo 9-4. Yes, they did. 9-4. Marchenko had three goals in this game. Goudreau, a goal and two assists. And eight, eight other players had two points in this game yeah. for Columbus, which is insane. They then lost to Washington 3-2 in overtime. They were 1-3 for three on the PK in that game. Chinakov and Sillinger had the goals. And uh, then they finished off the week going into Christmas break by losing to Toronto 4-1. to one. Yeah. Uh, Danforth scored the only goal. Not much else to say. Yeah. Just got outplayed. They were 1-7 for seven on the power play, plus a shorthanded goal against. 4-8 for eight on the penalty kill. That was the one I was talking about. Yep. Exactly 50%. Goudreau is their top player with a goal and four assists on the week. Good for Johnny. Good for Johnny Hockey. Still a perplexing move to sign in Columbus in my opinion, but whatever, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't care that much, but I'd like it's still an odd decision to me. Because he could have gone to his hometown Flyers. What, who was, were, what was Chuck Fletcher the GM at that time? I don't... Uh, maybe? Who's their GM now? Briere. Oh, it is Briere. You're right. Because I, I, I get Briere and Drury mixed up yeah, it's in my head because they are they were very similar players right, when right, they right. played. Because um, Briere... Briere was only... Johnny only signed there? That was two years ago, right? Was it two years ago? Did he play? Last year was his first full year and Chuck Fletcher only got fired last year. Hmm. Yeah, I guess you're right. Which makes way more sense why I guess that does it. make sense. <laughs> but, but even still, like, if you were playing the league and you were a free agent... And you could go play for Washington, even if they had, like, a shitty GM. Wouldn't you go play for your hometown team? If they were offering you a similar contract? I probably would. I mean, but at the same time, like, if you want to win, which team looks like they're more on the up? I, I guess. Columbus, I looked, get, yeah, Columbus I, I, looked like they were more on the up than Philadelphia. Nobody thought Philly was going to be as good as they're playing right now. Right, so, and uh, also, like, again... But, like, also nobody thought Columbus was going to be that good either. So no. it was, like, a pick between two pretty, at the time, mediocre teams. Uh, yeah. The Flyers, obviously, Tortorello has gotten their shit together on that team. Yes. Um, and the guy who's on, 
Columbus's coach. Who's Columbus's coach? It's a first year coach. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because it was supposed to be Mike Babcock. Um, I forgot he was supposed to be the coach, yeah. and then he fucked up real bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we could cut that guy some slack, but uh, I don't know. Just uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Devils also won one and one this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> three game, three team streak of being one one and one. Losing to Philadelphia 3-2 in overtime, Jesper Bratt and McLeod had the goals in that game. Losing to Edmonton, as Clay already mentioned, 6-3. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mercer, a goal and assist, while Meyer and Sagan, nope, Siegenthaler, Siegenthaler I, yeah. I, I shortened his name, uh, had the other goals in that game. And McLeod had two assists. They then beat Detroit 3-2. Mm-hmm. Seems like Detroit's getting beat a lot this week. Yep. Uh, Meyer, two goals in that game. Well, Toffoli had the other goal. Uh, they don't get top player, though. No. Um, they were one for five on the power play. Only five power plays. Uh, eight for eight on the penalty kill. Yep. Yeah. And they're just kind of... Kind of there. Doing their Devils thing right now. They Devils got, are kind of like a real mid-range team right they now. They gotta figure out their goalie thing. They, yeah. Vanacek. It goes back and, to goalies. Um, is there, oh, Akira Schmid. Yeah. Is they regress to back. To where they probably should be. Right. Because um, Vanacek played out of his mind last year, and now he looks more like the goalie that was on the Capitals before that. So. Right. And Schmid is a younger goalie. He can. I mean, both of them can bounce back. Vanacek's not old. No, but, he's not. Um, he's like 26. But this was one of the reasons why everybody was like, they should go and get a goalie because that could be a problem. They still might go out and get Gibson. Maybe Gibson it, that's, is that's a rumor. Well, of the rumored goalies to be available, Hellebuck's not available anymore. He signed that contract. Um, I think my dog's barking in her sleep. She's in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's definitely barking yeah, in her right. sleep. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness! Are we sure this is her? It's not outside. No, it's definitely her. Oh, okay. I recognize that bark. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, Hellebuck's not. Available anymore. Uh, Gibson is hurt currently, but I don't think it's a long-term injury. He's already back. Oh, okay, great. Um, but <laughs> I'm going to have to go and investigate what's going on. Yeah, My right. dog's asleep uh, real quick. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Gibson might be the only real upgrade available. Yeah. Unless yeah. a team starts to tank really hard. But even then, I don't know who would be available. No, I don't know. I, I guess maybe if, like, the Islanders took tanks really hard, maybe if you could you, get Varlamov out of them. But Yeah, if you want to, like, if you want. take Comrie or... Uh, no, both those guys cleared waivers. It's over. That's true. They could have taken... Yeah. Well, no, well, I Samsung, don't think that would have okay. been... No, that wouldn't have been lateral. All right, let's... We're yeah. going to take a quick pause. Okay, we're back. Um, Sorry. sorry. Ruthie's fine. She was just uh, barking in her sleep. Chasing bunnies uh, or ducks. Something. Uh, but she immediately woke up and rolled over on her back. So yeah. she's fine. Don't worry about her. Anyway, let's move on to the Islanders, shall we? Mm-hmm. 2-0-1 this week. Islanders looking pretty strong. I'm just setting up for next week. Uh, 2-0-1. Remember when they went on that seven-game losing streak That's earlier true. in the season? Was it, uh, did they? Was it, I think they went on like a big losing streak. Yeah, the Islanders are a weird team because sometimes they look really good and sometimes they look really bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, They did beat Edmonton, as Clay already mentioned, 3-1. They were 2-4 for on the power play in that game. Excuse me. Holmstrom, Horvat, and Lee all had the goals in that game. Mm -hmm. They then lost to Washington in overtime, 3-2. Lee and Fashing 
had the goals. I apologize for the, uh, my hiccups and burping. This, uh, this beer is making me a little burpy. Sudsy. Sudsy. Oh, no. Sudsy. And then they beat Carolina, as I just mentioned, 5-4. to four. They were 2-4 for four on the PK in that game. Uh, Lee had a goal and two assists, while Riley, Palmieri, Nelson, Horvat, and Barzell all had two points. Wow. Uh, Lee's their top player, three goals, two assists. They were two for ten on the power play, eight for eleven on the penalty kill with a shorthanded goal four, so that makes it a little bit better. A little better. Makes it a little bit better. But I'm actually surprised. Their penalty kill has not been great this year. Yeah, it's been not not very good. But isn't Pellick out? Pellick and Pulick are out. Okay. Both of them are out. Yeah. And then um, Aho got hurt, but he's back already. And then Scott Mayfield just came off of IR. Yeah. As well. So they were missing three of their top starting defensemen, which could explain partially why they've been kind of up and down. But let's move on to their cross-city companions, the New York Rangers, 2-1 this mm-hmm. week. Uh, they beat Toronto 5-2, to where they were 2-2 two for two on the power play. Yes, they were. Zabinajad, two goals. Gustafsson, three assists, while Schneider, Panarin, and Lafreniere had the other goals in that game. They lost to Edmonton 4-3, to as Clay already mentioned. Zabinajad, goal and assist in that game. Wheeler and Cooley had goals. Yep. And Chris Kreider had two assists. And then they beat Buffalo in overtime. Yes, four to three. Sabinajad, a goal and two assists. Again, look at him having a big week. Kreider, a goal and an assist. That was the overtime game winner. And Panarin and Lindgren had the other goals. Panarin's had a good two weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Rangers in general have yeah, looked good it's... all season. Sabinajad, mm-hmm. uh, four goals, three assists. They were four for nine on the power play. Only took three penalties and killed off all three of them this four, week. Four for nine on the power plays. That's dirty. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty dirty. Rangers look good. Yeah. Uh, they've looked good all year. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really to say too much. Philly is up next. 1-0-2 oh, well, this week. They got points in all three points. games. Yeah. They got points in all three games, but still 1-0-2. Oh, yep. Um, they beat the De- Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm wrong. They're 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Ooh. I wrote it wrong. That's my bad. Uh, they beat New Jersey 3-2 to two in overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paling, of all people, had two goals in that game. <laughs> while Owen Tippett scored the overtime game winner. Was it shorthanded? I don't know. Why? I mean, it's Owen Tippett. He just scored a <laughs> It might have been. Yeah. They did have a shorthanded goal this week. Ugh. Um they lost to Nashville in regulation. Mm-hmm. My apologies for misspeaking. Uh, four to two. Frost and Couturier gotcha. uh, had the goals in that game. And then they lost to Detroit in a shootout, yeah. seven to six, in an insane game where they tied it after being down five to one. Yes. Um, Lawton had a goal and an assist, while Brink, Couturier, Frost, Hathaway, and Tippett had the other goals in that game. But they still lost that game. Yes. What are you going to do? Hmm. They don't have a top player, though. Nobody yeah. really scored. Even with six goals in one game, they, nobody had. Yeah. They're, they're a very spread-around scoring team. Yes, they are. Which works in their favor a lot of the time. It's kind of like uh, Seattle last year in the sense of, like... Scoring by committee. They don't have, like, a star player. Right. Seattle, and even Seattle had a star player, but then McCann, who scored four. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. But, like... But he's such a streaky goal scorer. I mean, he might... Who, who the hell knows? He might still end up with 40 goals. I don't right. know what he's at right now, but, like... Um, but, yeah, uh, Philly doesn't have that s- offensive star no, right now. No. But 
They're still winning games. Because Couturier's. Or they're still legging out points at the very least. It's Couture, right? No, Couturier. It is Couturier? Sean Couturier. Yeah. Logan Couture is on San Jose. San Jose, yes. All right. I think we've had this conversation before. Uh, year one, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he is a star, but he's defensive. Yeah, and he hasn't played in two years, so he's still knocking off some rust. He's right. looked good. Yeah. He hasn't looked bad. But uh, even when he, even before his, whatever that injury was. Back. Yeah, his back injuries. I mean, he was more of a, like, a 60 points top. 60, right. 70 points no, defensive he, forward. He's in your running for your selkie. Yeah. But like, oh, yeah, he's great defensively. And, and he could chip in offensively, yes. obviously. He scored two goals this week. But, um, yeah, they're just kind of a spread around. Mm-hmm. You know, Giroux, Voracek, they're not there anymore. Nope. And they're not even in their, Voracek's not even in the league anymore. No. And, um, yeah, so they're playing well, though. They're playing well, though. Uh, They were one for nine on the power play with a shorthanded goal. Mm. Oh, shorthand goal against. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Seven for nine on the penalty kill. Wow. 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 Wow, Philly. Wow. Ah, now the team everybody has been waiting for. (laughs) The Pittsburgh Penguins were 2-0-1 this week. They beat Minnesota, as I already mentioned, 4-3. to three. Uh, They were 2-5 for five on the power play in that game. Malkin, Gensel, Crosby each had a goal and an assist in that game. Well, I mean, it's your top line. Well, Malkin's not on the top line. He's not? No. Huh. Eh, that makes sense. He's the second line center. You spread it out. Yeah. Well, the Penguins have always kind of had two top lines. Right. So, well, always since they've had Crosby and Malkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have basically run with two top lines and then two borderline third, fourth lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on the year. Um, uh, Pustinen and Peterson, two assists mm-hmm. in this game. Pustinen, by the way, this is like his eighth NHL game Good or something like that. And then Riley Smith scored the other goal. They beat Carolina in a shootout two to one, where Crosby was the entire offense. Yes. He scored the only regulation goal, and he was the only person that scored in the <laughs> shootout too. Uh, Nadelkovich beating his former team and stopping twenty three of twenty four shots. Uh, Nadalkovich, by the way, he has played very well for the he Penguins has. Uh, this season. He has looked great. He was injured for a month-ish mm-hmm. in there, but uh, before that and after the injury has looked fantastic. No, he's he's looked really good. He's, <laughs> he's looked like his Carolina self. Yeah, and and I, I that's not, not to take away from Jari either. Jari has mostly played pretty well this year too. Right, but I mean, there's bad games in there. But I think I know it doesn't seem that long, but Nadalkovich on Carolina. Long time ago. Was it? Was it like two or three years ago? Oh, baby. No, no, it oh, was you, two or three years ago. Oh, you poor sweet baby. How long was he on Detroit? I would say two to three years, and then he was on didn't uh, get, Chicago. Didn't they? I think the first year of us doing this, they traded him to Detroit. Because I remember discussing how confusing that was. Because he was a rookie on Carolina. I'm going to look it up now. All right. Finish it up and then look it up no. after I'm done. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, oh, and then they lost to Ottawa 5-4 to four in overtime yep. in just a horribly frustrating game where they just decided not to show up for the first two periods and then tied it late and then lost in overtime. Well, yeah. Letang a goal and two assists. Eller, O'Connor, and Raquel each had the other goals. I believe that's Raquel's first of the season. He was very... St- you good? Do I need to give you Choked on my own spit. All right. Uh, Raquel was... Oh, my God. <clears throat> the hockey gods don't want me to say this. 
Uh, Raquel was very snake bitten before getting injured. Yeah. Uh, he just could not score. No. He could not buy a goal. Uh-uh. And uh, I think this might be the first week that he was back, actually. Or the last week was. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, he he's very recently come back. Yep. And uh, he scored against Ottawa, where monkey off his back first goal of the season, thank God. <laughs> uh, Peterson and Smith, two assists in this game. Crosby, their top player, has got to be. He won them one yes. whole last game. Uh, two goals, two assists on the week. And uh, for long stretches of this season, Crosby has been the only Penguin that's been showing up. It's been night to night. Frustrating to watch as a rival fan, but it's frustrating to watch. Yeah, yeah, it's even more so. <laughs> well, because at the beginning of the year they were losing games, but at least like Malkin was playing. He's scoring right a lot. Um, but then that just stopped, and for a while it was just well, not not so much, but like. For a while, it was just the top two lines scoring, and, and now the depth is starting to score finally. But well, well, there's that top two lines are scoring, and the defense wasn't. They were they were actually playing better than the offense was yeah. for a lot of the time. Yeah, and the goalie the goalies for the entire season have mostly been fine. A, a right. few bad games in there, but you know, mostly been fine. They're still one of the top teams with shutouts this year. That is true. Yeah, yeah you're right. But again, like the. Washington, you're about to talk about. They, mm-hmm. They're still uh, on pace for their minus 50 goal difference. Yeah. Well, I think I was looking at it earlier today. I think they're only at minus 18 right now. Oh, look at them. Look at them coming back. Look at them. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Well, because um, I was looking at where the Penguins were in the standings, because, you know, I'm a Penguins fan. Right. And I was like, oh, look at them. They actually have a positive goal differential. And then I was looking at all the goal differentials because I was just curious. Uh-huh. And uh, Vancouver has the top one, Yes, they by do. the way. Which... I think they're plus 43 or something like that. Crazy. Um, but the top two teams in the East, the Rangers and Boston, I believe, are both like plus 20-something. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Nashville, trivia, uh, after week 12, Nashville dead even. <laughs> zero. That's literally goal Nashville. Goal like, differential zero. It's crazy. I love that about Nashville. Nashville seems... is such exactly middle team. Yeah. It's so funny. Except for those couple of years where they made the cup final uh-huh. or looked really yeah. good, you know. Ay, ay, ay. Pittsburgh was 3 for 17 on the power play this week and 9 for 9 on the penalty kill. Look at that. I know. Three finals. power plays. On 17. They're, st- they're getting power plays. They just, like, are still... They'll score. They've scored on him a bit more now. The power play has looked better recently, and they but. still aren't the worst power play. I know who it is. It's St. Louis because they play, because this past week they were playing St. Louis, and it was like St. Louis clocking in at ten percent, and I was like, wow, that's terrible. And then they scored against the Penguins. Uh, anyway, Washington is ending the week off also two zero and one. They beat the Islanders three to two in overtime. Laperrier had a goal and an assist. Strom and Edmondson each had a goal. Strom's was the overtime game winner. Washington then beat Columbus in overtime. All three of Washington's games went to overtime this week. Yes. Beat Columbus in overtime. Mantha two goals. Uh, Ovechkin goal and an assist. He was his was the overtime game winner, and that broke his scoreless streak of like thirteen games or something like that. Uh, so he g- finally got that goal in there. Um, Carlson, three assists in this game. And then they lost to Tampa Bay in a shootout, 2-1. Yep. to one. They were outshot 34-20, to 20, and Mantha had the only goal in that game. Mantha's been killing it. I know it's a, it's a contract. He's playing well. He's playing well this year. His yeah. line is, in general. Yeah, um, he's, uh, he's thankfully figured himself back out from yeah. last year. Um, the goalies, just in general. 
for Washington are the top players uh, between um, Kemper and uh, Lindgren, yep. right? 158 goals against, 943 save percentage um, between two goalies over three games. Yeah, and Lindgren's hurt now. It's great. Oh. Well, mm. you can't have everything. No, I cannot. Well, that's it. That's it for me. All right, real quick, uh, I am going to look over the power plays and mm-hmm. the the top. This is including Week 12 now. Yes, this well. is including Week 12. The top power play, I believe, is the Rangers at a 31%. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. The worst power play is the Flyers. Oh, really? At 10.5. Then... Oh, yeah, that St. Louis one probably bumped them above them. The St. Louis has 11.3, and then it yeah. is the Capitals with 11.5. Yeah, that the goal that they scored against the Penguins literally bumped them above uh, the Flyers. Yeah. So, like you said, the Caps just went on a 3-for-7 power play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were sub-10. They were pretty low down there. Uh, oh, sub-10. They oh, were sub-10%. Uh, yeah, Before that week. Week 12 did not help them. Uh, no, it did not. Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay has a 29% power play. Okay, Nadelkovich played for Carolina in 2020. Really? Yes. So it's been three years. It's 2024, honey. Now it is today. <laughs> this is the first day of 2024. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Call me honey. I'll do it again, hon. <laughs> um, and Edmonton has 25%. But that's, yeah. That seems pretty the on Rain- for them. Rangers, Tampa Bay, then uh, Carolina, actually, 26. Hmm. Nope. nope. Back it back it again. Back, back it up. Again. Back it up. Back it up. Number one, New York Rangers. But we knew this. 30.9. Number two, New Jersey Devils. That 30, seems pretty on brand for them, too. 30.3. And then... I'm also looking at it now. Then it seems like Edmonton. Uh, nope, Boston 27. All right. Okay, let's stop looking at that. We're done. We're done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We got to finish off with the Atlantic. All right. Uh, Ottawa. Last place in the division, one and two. Yeah. I know what one game they won. Yeah. Because it made me very mad. You talked about all these games. Arizona, three to four loss. Oh, I did. Colorado at Colorado, uh, forty-six loss, and then Pittsburgh, five to four overtime win. Arizona loss was their first uh, game under their new co- coach. Oh yeah, um, Jacques Martin. Also, they were winning. They were winning after the second period in all three of these games. Really? Yes. Oh. They did blow. I think a four to two lead that col- to the Penguins. Yes, that Colorado um, was a four to three lead after two, um, oh, and was a six game losing streak. Mm. Uh, where oh, so glad to help. Yep, that was a six game losing streak, and their uh, including Pittsburgh, their fourth game in that six game losing streak. Um, so over seven games, four games winning after. In the lead after two periods. Woof. Yeah. Uh, honestly, that Arizona t- uh, game, it looked like a team trying to play defense to prove to their coach that, like, that just, they could. And just not. But then they didn't know how. <laughs> um, Thanks, DJ Smith. 
Jacques Martin has to beat a lot of bad habits out of this team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot yeah. of bad habits out of this team. Um, yeah, you already mentioned that they blew the 3-1 to lead against uh, Arizona, 4-3 mm-hmm. lead against Colorado, and then was it a 4-3 to lead against Pittsburgh? I think it was well? a 4-2 to lead. Four to two I lead think it was against. a 3-1 to and also a 4-2 to two lead. Yeah. Because if I remember correctly... In that game, they were up three to one. Penguins scored to make it close. Yep. And then Ottawa scored almost immediately afterwards. Gotcha. Yeah. And then they blew that lead. Yep. Two for twelve on. At that. least they ended up winning that game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chuck had that winner. Uh, power play was two for twelve. Your penalty kill was nine for fourteen. There's Oof. a problem right there. Yeah. Yeah. No good. Uh, Norris is their top player with three goals and an assist. I don't say he scored twice against the Penguins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you can check out that game winner. Um, they are 12 and 17. I, it's still not that bad. 24 points. Yeah. Dead last in the East? Dead last in the East. Yeah. I, I, they're only five games under 500. Which isn't good. I mean, there's certainly, st- but like they're there's one, they're like two good weeks away from being back at five hundred. There's still three games in hand, at least. That's true. So yeah, that's true. That's helpful. They've only wow, they've only played thirty-one games. Most of the rest of the league yeah. has played at least thirty-five. Yes. Yeah. Um, Buffalo is up next, one-one-one. One, one. Yeah. A real, real roller coaster of a week for Buffalo. Yeah, fourteen, seventeen, and four. That's thirty-two points. That's seventh in the division. Bert talked about how they got stomped by Columbus. They did. Nine to four. They did. Uh, Lukanen started the game. Levi came in in relief. Not that much relief. No. Um, but then they took out all of their anger out on Toronto and then beat them nine to three. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they certainly did. Both teams had a shorthanded goal in that game. And Skinner scored two goals and had an assist. It's, then, it's just so funny to watch them get stomped by a, a pretty bad team in Columbus and then turn around and stomp a, per, a fairly good team in Toronto. They always have Toronto's number. Buffalo always beats Toronto. It's, it's so weird how some teams just have other teams' numbers, regardless of how good they are. Boston always beats Buffalo. Yeah. No matter, again, no matter how yeah. good. And then Buffalo always beats Toronto. They always take the series. So strange. Um, and, that, and that's not just hockey. That's in every sport. Yeah. There's just like... One team that your team can't beat for some reason. It's infuriating. Um, then they lost to the Rangers in overtime. Looking in a net. Uh, they were 2 for 9 on the power play. 7 for 10 on the penalty kill. Tuck had 5 assists on the week. Alright. Montreal was 2-0-1. Oh, yeah. Had a 15, pretty good week. 15-13-5. That's 35 points. That's 6 in the division. The overtime win against... The, they did a central division swing right there. Gotcha. Uh, Winnipeg, Minnesota, and Chicago. Oh, that's right. I mentioned all of these games, yeah. Uh, 3-2 overtime win against Winnipeg. Allen and Nett. And Josh Anderson, of all players, uh, had a goal and assist. He's <laughs> Good for him, I guess. Yeah. He's had a really slow start. Um, then the 3-4 overtime loss against Minnesota. Montembeau and Nett. Suzuki had a goal and an assist. And then the 5-2 Winning at Chicago, Primo. All three goalies played. Oh, wow. Uh, so Primo, Allen, and Montembo yep. all played. Wow. Uh, Slavkowski had a goal and an assist. Didn't he just come back from an injury? Yes. 
this this week he came back. He had a goal and assist against Minnesota and a goal and assist against uh, Chicago. Suzuki is their top player, two goals, three assists. Uh, it's fun to say the name Suzuki and talk, Suzuki? be talking yeah. about a hockey player. Yeah, there's Nick Suzuki, who's on Montreal, mm-hmm. and Ryan Suzuki, his brother, yes. who I don't know is on place. Carolina? Yes. I think, I or think he was on Carolina. He was. I have to look it up. Uh, they were 3 for 11 on the power play, 7 for 9 on the penalty kill. Detroit's up next. We know how this went. 1 and 3. Talked about all these games already. They're 16, 14, and 4. That's 36 points, 5th in the division. 3-4 loss against Anaheim. Uh, Brinkett had two goals in that game. This is the game where Huso got hurt. Uh, he was 6-4-8 in that game, and then Reimer came in. Um, Winnipeg, 2-5 lost. Kane had a goal and assist. They were outshot by Winnipeg, 41-28. 7-6 shootout win against Philadelphia. Kane had two goals and assists. They blew a 5-1 to one lead. He's apparently in the Blues system right now. Oh, okay. Because he's playing for the Springfield Thunderbirds, who are the Blues AHL team. Gotcha. Um, one of the news I did not mention is Detroit signed Hutchinson for, a, I believe, a two-way deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played as goalie in the 2-3 to three loss against the Devils. Uh, where they were outshot by the Devils, 36-24. to They were 3-for-15 on the power play, 8-for-9 on the penalty kill. They lost 3 out of the 4 games and and won in a shootout. Okay. Uh, uh, sorry. Ryan Suzuki apparently is still on Carolina. Oh, okay. I guess he's just playing for... Oh, yeah. You know what? Carolina, Carolina, Carolina doesn't have an AHL team. That's they why. They don't have yeah. a team. Um... Patrick Kane is their top player. Old man Kane. Four goals. Four assists. You know, like, we got to give him props. He's looked pretty good. He's looked really good. Yeah. Their defense and goalies are not looking good. Yeah, their forwards aren't the problem. No, forwards are not the problem Was it this week that the Brink had gotten a fight with somebody? Or is it next week? He I, fought someone. Did he? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, because it was really strange that he... Now I have to look it In up. general, I, keep looking I shit don't up. know. Um, No, because it was really strange, because I think that might have been the first fight he's ever been in. Uh, Tampa Bay is up next, 3-0, looking like they should. Oh, they didn't play Nashville this week, right? Uh, No. No, it was against Nashville. So next week. So it's next week, yeah. Yeah. 3-0, 17-13-5, 39 points. That's fourth in the division. Uh Again, talked about all these games. Vasilevsky played all three games in a 6-1 to one win against St. Louis, 5-4 to four win against Vegas, and the shutout, shootout win against the Caps. 3-9 for nine on the power play, 6-8 for eight on the penalty kill. Nick Paul is their top player with two goals and four assists. That's kind of surprising. Kucherov had five points. It's good. Kucherov's still leading the league in points, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Florida is up next in, Florida. in a bad week for them, 1-2. and two. They are still third place in the division, 19-12-2, 40 points. 1-3 loss against Calgary, 1-4 loss against St. Louis, 4-2 win against Vegas. Uh, Verhage had the goal and assist against Vegas. Uh, they were against Calgary, they were 39%. They outshot them by 10 they outshot St. Louis 38 to 24, and then they outshot Vegas 42 to 25. All right. 
3 for 12 on the power play, 8 for 8 on the penalty kill. They did give up those two power play goals to Calgary. Sorry, gave up two shorthanded goals against Calgary. Oh, right, right, right. Um, I forgot about that. They don't get a top player. Yeah, I mean, not a great not a great week. I mean, not obviously the worst week you can have is 0-3, no. but still. Um, Toronto, 1-2. and two. Ooh. 1-2. and two. Uh, so The top teams in the Atlantic not, not having a great week. Uh-uh. 17, 8, and 6. That's 40 points tied with Florida, but games in hand is why they are mm. second. Yeah. Um... Two to five loss against the, the Rangers. Martin Jones in net there. Um, 0 for 2 on the penalty kill. That's not going to help you out. Nope. You didn't have a power play chance. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, oh, I guess the Rangers only had three penalty kills. Yeah. Then The refs are rigging it. <laughs> against Toronto? Never. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. I think the only team that would be above the Rangers for getting rigged would be Toronto. Mm-hmm. So, Then that 3-9 loss against Buffalo. Samsonov started the game. Jones finished it. Bad for both of them. Yeah. Um, and then Nine a 4-1 win against Columbus to finish the week. Jones in net as well. Uh Four for four on the penalty kill with a shorthanded goal for. Shout Matt, out Wendy's. Math. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Austin Matthews had two goals and an assist. Uh, they were they were two four six on the power play right. and then eight for eleven on the penalty kill. They mm. did have two shorthanded goals. Okay, yeah, yeah. that makes up for it. Uh, Matthews is their top player. Five goals, one assist. I feel like he is quietly. Leading the league in goals right now because he has like 29 goals. Or He's something on pace like that. for 73 goals. I feel like no one's saying <laughs> anything about it. No one is saying anything about how how Austin Matthews He's is just, just like tearing killing it right apart. now. Yeah, it's because Toronto's defense and goalies are so bad. That's true. That's true. It's overshadowed. Well, that's um, I guess it's a good point to bring up that if there's going to be some sort of bidding war for say John Gibson. You got to expect Toronto is going to be in there. I mean, in it. they have no goalies essentially, because uh, they Samsonov has been terrible. Martin Jones has been okay, but Wallace hurt. Wallace hurt, so maybe not once Wall comes back. But no, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. So right. there's a few teams that are like need a goalie. Yeah, bad. Let's finish up this week. Yeah, Boston. Boston. Oh, two and one. Woo! Top of the division. Suck it. <laughs> 19, 7, and 6. 44 points first in the division. Uh, talked about all these games. Yeah. Bert did. Yeah. Uh, did I talk about all of them? Yeah. Uh-huh. Central. Hey, look at me. Minnesota, Winnipeg, Minnesota. Oh, right. 3-4 yeah. uh, overtime loss. Allmark and Net. Posternock had two goals. They were 62% on the faceoff dot. There you go. Doesn't not an indication about winning. Nope. Uh, then they outshot him forty-three to thirty. Uh, Swayman was in net for the one to five loss. Uh, only one for three on the penalty kill there. That's mm, you know a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. Um, and then Allmark was in net for the other Minnesota loss, and they were two for seven in on the power play, and then five for nine on the penalty kill. They'll get top player. Yeah, pretty bad week for Boston. Bad week for Boston. I saw somebody on Twitter trying to be like. The league is screwing over Boston because of their schedule oh, or shut something. Up. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. Oh, like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're screwing over Boston. You're right. 
right, and, not, and, not, and not Ottawa playing every other day in yeah. December. And January. Because there's still... <laughs> You're right. There's yeah. still several games in hand on everybody. That's week 11. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. As always, uh, we can be found wherever podcasts are found. Give us a rate, review, subscribe, wherever applicable. And uh, we'll see you in just a minute for week 12. See you in just a minute. Bye-bye. Bye.